It's Tom. It's Jake. You, you already, already know. It's pretty spot on. All right, ready? We are back for another quick take. Yeah. You've done that a couple times now. Yeah. Do you know where that's from? Kung Pao? No. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it's also there. Hmm. But like, what, what is it from? Mike Mike Stud and like his boys, they always like, yeah. So, oh, okay. Know, so, that so, one was bad, that but yeah, something like that. Anyways, nice, dude. Besides the point. Yeah, so what do we what's the topic for today? Oh man. We've talked about, I mean, creative burnout. Maybe talking about that. We've had a lot of people ask about like how do you how to avoid creative burnout or how mm-hmm. to yeah, just in burnout in general. Yeah. No, we even kinda of dived into it on like a Zoom call we have with some of our creative club members and oh, we did, didn't talk we? about that a bit. So yeah. I know it's something a lot of people in the filmmaking, World. photography, creative space experience. Well I think well, I think it's such a prevalent thing because you're to be creative all the time is hard like it's not Mm -hmm. easy to like you're you're always trying to think of like how can i be creative and do this and do that but not only that but like i think like just the the filmmaking world in general is a pretty grueling world from you know scheduling you know just the the hours the the amount of like physical work and mental work combined like it's different if you have a job where you sit behind a desk right it might be like pretty like brain numbing or like a lot of mental work but you're not doing a lot of physical work yeah but like the film creative game photography etc is like a meld of both also too when you're using your creativity to earn you money and it's maybe in projects that aren't the most fulfilling you might sort of feel creatively burnt out because you're kind of using your artistic prowess or whatever creative endeavor you're in in a way that's not really intended or the way that you want to be perceived as an artist or something so i think it comes from a capacity of either overworking or doing you know, that's, I think there's a tightrope where it's like one for them, one for you, right? So you're going to do some paid work that pays the bills. Maybe it's not the most creatively fulfilling. Right. And then you're going to go do that passion project with your friends. And that's going to like really kind of help, you know, fuel you again. So, and if you just do too much of one thing, you're just going to like be kind of robbed creatively. Right. And I think, yeah, it kind of comes from a variety of things. So maybe we can kick off and just share an instance in our film timeline, if you will, where you just sort of felt... I mean, it can be an exact moment. I know one specifically that For kind you? of, yeah, where I was just like, I, I so it's happened several times to me. Right. And maybe I think in sharing these stories, uh, you know, someone can listen or watch and learn from that and maybe use it to kind of avoid it in their instance. Or yeah. Something. Why don't you kick it off then? If you got, got one, I got on one that comes to mind. Brain. I was, I'm trying to think of the exact year. I think this was probably 2015 and you might remember okay. it because there's actually it involved working with you but you weren't like the reason for the burnout but you're in this sort of story Mm. it was when we did three back-to-back william bolton videos during the week we did bad girl we did that one at that weird airbnb and we did like a green screen one you i don't even remember i remember shooting uh bad girl we did three videos at the hotel yeah we did three that weekend remember i think audrey produced them and we literally went to this like uh, Santa Monica Hills. Remember we shot at that like wood paneling thing and they're like, no, what? Oh, and wow. Then, then we yes. shot the one where he's on his phone and it's green screen. It was dude. I don't remember. I mean, obviously I remember that now, but I still don't even remember it all being back to back to back. They That's were crazy. literally three back to back. Wow. So were this kind of that video pause real quick. That video in that like weird, like little Airbnb wood thing is 
tight. It's, it's very clean. Cool. You killed the cinematography. Yeah, no, that was sick. I think that's and when the I video just dope. discovered like Black Promise. So I was yeah. like, just going heavy run on it. the diffusion. Black Promise on everything. It. And I did that little trick where it's like, or no, maybe we didn't. Maybe we were just so smooth. I was, I thought we did that like little slow mo performance trick, but I don't think we did. I think it was just slow mo narrative cut with the music. Anyways, besides so, the point. No, so those that happened like I, if I'm not mistaken, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Wow. Like just to give context. So that was already in. Even if that was just all I was about to say, you'd be like, damn, that's crazy. But I was shooting. So I went to Chapman, and I part of like graduating is you have to shoot like a thesis film. A thesis film is kind of like. You, you, we've both touched on it. It's sort of like your capstone project, all of the prep and scouting. Like you're basically showing your professors like, Hey, here's what I've learned in school. And you're kind of like judged on the, your performance right. of this film. And that was what I was doing that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we did those three William Bolton videos. And then the next Friday, Saturday, Sunday was the second weekend of this capstone. Wow. And like, I remember just like being on set of the first weekend and you're calling me and we're working out things and trying to figure out stuff. And they're like, yo, we need you back on set. I'm like, yo, I gotta go. And it was just like very, very chaotic. And the thing I was doing on the weekends were all overnight. So I was doing like 8 PM to 8 AM, 8 PM to 8, you know, for three days in a row. Then I had, I basically just skipped all of class to go work on these William Bolton ones. Right. And then just did the same exact thing. And Damn. I kid you not, I, I literally that. like Monday morning after all this, I'm driving the grip truck back to the school to like park it in like the gated lot. And like, I literally nearly fell asleep at the wheel. And I remember like, I felt so sick. I felt awful. And I just remember like, I, I can't be doing this to my body. And like, wow. And that was just one week in my life. I imagine there's so many people who are on these like nine month features that are like, yeah, I don't even know. Well, you I know mean, what I mean? Yeah. We, we've talked about that in the past where there's like, I was, I remember being on set for like a week of like this major, major Hollywood production, GI Joe. My uncle was like second unit director and not even being the filmmaker, just being there, hanging out, getting up early every day, being on set all day, going home. Like, at the end of that week as an 18 year old kid, I was like questioning, do I even want to be a filmmaker? Like if this is what the end goal is mm -hmm. and like, this is how crazy it is and how grueling do oh, yeah. I even want to do this. And we've talked about that, about how we like owning and kind of operating our own companies and businesses and taking projects when they come on. Cause it's like, you can kind of do what you want when you want and operate and, and create what you want to do without like, being at the helm of like yeah these insane work days and yeah. time time periods so you were just saying after that that so basically after just like bailing on school just getting by barely physically and mentally i just remember like being so just ex just depleted there was nothing left and i just kind of had to really take a step back and be like okay I can't be doing this to myself. It's not like healthy for myself as an artist, as a person in any capacity. So there was definitely some retooling that had to happen, but that was one week. If I were to look at my like timeline or trajectory of my journey as a filmmaker, where like yeah. that was pretty low. Like I remember like I was like pretty depressed. I mean, not getting much sleep just, yeah, it was just a lot, you know right, what I mean? And right. so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there, I, I'm sure you have at least maybe one sort of moment where you felt, doesn't you have to be actual physical burnout? And some people think, Oh, you're just exhausted, but it could literally just be like mentally fatigued off of doing something that's monotonous that you're like, you know, I, I don't, I don't like this. This is not, I think, I think music videos for me, I was doing music videos for so many years, mm -hmm. so long, so many of them. And there became a, point in time where you know then we kind of started some of these you know companies tropic prism studios and i was just like you know it's kind of fun working on these other things and not relying on music video music video and yeah and 
although they can be fun, it could also it can also kind of be mundane and the same thing over and over again and dealing with those clients. And I was like, um, so I found I was kind of burnt out in that way a little bit from music videos and and even. I think it still stems to this day. Like I'll get a brief that comes across my desk and I'm like, do I even want to write on this one? I don't even know if I'll land it. Like if I spend the time writing for it and two, do is it something I even want to do? And I don't know, like I would much rather work and work on our own companies or work towards like a short film that can be turned into a feature now and work on like building that side of things rather than doing a music video. And don't get me wrong. I still, love to direct and do music videos and when the right projects come along i'll jump at them in a heartbeat like when kyle hit me up and he's like yo i got the song with tyga money now uh want to do the video i was like run it that sounds fun yeah, like yeah. the idea was fun like um people the you know i love kyle and so to work with him again you know and we jumped right back into the saddle it's like i yeah. never left you know what i mean and so those those type of things are fun but for me creative burnout like how i i deal with it or how it's helped me in the past like i think for me it's taking a trip doing a trip getting away Mm. i think we talked about that on the podcast and i said like i would go to hawaii and bro just going around enjoying nature being away from kind of work and your phone a little bit i mean i would still have my phone i still had to deal with some things but you know you come back from that week i think eager to to work or at least i did it's not like it's not like it's a little bit of like oh back to the real world but you're kind of also like i feel like itching it's kind of like a factory reset yeah you're kind of itching to get back and and that helps like and i feel like a lot of good ideas come from just stepping away from things sometimes like when you're so in the mix sometimes and just working on something sometimes it can be hard to like have a good creative idea but when you're stepping outside you know, the box a little bit or kind of, or not outside the box when you're stepping away, sometimes it's like ideas just come flooding. And for me, it's maintaining a healthy lifestyle. I notice I get my creative burnout most, or I feel more burnt out when I'm not working out or eating right. Like, Mm. I just feel like that's such an important part to keeping your body and mental, you know, healthy and, and going. And so many of my best ideas have come when I'm in the gym working out, or I feel just really good on a daily basis because I'm eating right and working out regular. Um, but then there's those stints where like, bro, we were just, I was in LA with you for, you know, four days, didn't work out once kind of eating shitty every night when I go back to the hotel. Cause there's only a hot chicken spot open next door. I come back here. I'm flooded with work. I got to do that. I haven't been in the gym yet. So now I'm going on a week kind of not eating the best slash never not having worked out in a week and i and i personally do feel less just like i don't know the word less gung-ho about things um when that's the instance yeah so, so it sounds like the you have certain routines that keep yeah. your mental health yeah which i think mentally is more important than physically because yeah. you can sleep off being physically tired and yeah, wake yeah. up the next day but if mentally you're not in the right headspace i think that like is the catalyst for everything unraveling yeah you know what i mean speaking about mentally headspace something i've been doing recently and i don't know if i want to promote it like crazy but it's it's helped me is like getting getting high a little bit yeah on some weed gummies i feel like it allows me to kind of shut off my work brain a little bit and like all of a sudden i'll get hit with ideas and you know and it's just kind of like my chill out mode because my brain is just running 24 7 with new business ideas and things and i think the one thing that's really helped me is like a five milligram maybe 10 milligram gummy every once in a while at night like maybe maybe like two nights a week and it just like that that helps me for Um, sure i 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've self-diagnosed myself with probably having ADD, and I drink a lot of coffee, so I'm, I've, I've definitely got a bird brain where, yeah. yeah, I've just got, like, a ton of ideas, so it's definitely good to, like, channel that. And I know it's tricky, too, because, yeah, there might be some people listening or watching who are like, hey, yeah, that's kind of hard to have a routine if you're just doing 12-hour days, and, like, that's all good and great. I think this is kind of, like setting some parameters when you're not on set to like kind of set yourself up for success. And maybe some of that is even just passing on a project because it's just like, Hey, look, that sounds fun. You're a friend of mine, but I just know mentally, if I do this, I'm not going to be able to give you a hundred percent. And I actually, when I was shooting more, there'd be times where a really good friend of mine directed a ton of music videos and he was like, Hey, I'd love to have you come on and shoot this. Saw the, the brief, the brief looks super cool. I obviously knew it would be a bunch of friends. I just knew mentally I was so preoccupied with Tropic, Prism, BN that I was like, Hey, look, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I can't give you a hundred percent. Like, I feel like you deserve a cinematographer who can right. go to all the scouts and do all. I'm like, I just can't give that to you. Right. And that I mean, if I went and did that project, I would have probably been mentally exhausted because I already was being pulled in so many different directions. So I think knowing when to mentally just kind of check yourself and be like, you know what? No, I'm good. I don't. And I know, understand we have to eat. So like, yes, you have to do certain projects to make a wage or a living. But I think if you're in a position where you can be choosy or choose the projects that you know are going to be more fulfilling, I think that's very important. Yeah. No, um, it's important to take those breaks and take care of your, your mental, your body and not say yes to everything. Cause yeah. it's like, at what point, what good is money? If you can't, if you're not, you know, enjoying basically your life because you're so stressed out or your body's worn down. Yeah. Cause ultimately like you want to, you want to prolong your life so that you can do the things you love as long as you want to do them. 100%. But if you're just like, you know, chain smoking, eating shit, not getting any sleep, like you're shortening your life. I mean, our contractor literally yeah. 24 hour days, literally I'll sometimes catch him just cause he has the unit next door, yeah. three NOS energy drinks. I'm like, that can't be sustainable. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's something that I also want to bring up that's kind of in tandem with creative burnout that I see a lot of my friends posting about it on social media who are like grips, gaffers, work very much are the people we're talking about who are working these like five on, two off commercial music video features, all that stuff that I feel like people are trying to stop pushing the glorification of like hustle culture. I think when we're coming up, we love to kind of like, I wouldn't say braggadociously, but kind of be yeah. like, yo, day two out of a hundred. And it's kind of like letting everyone know like, oh dang, he's on like a big show. And like, you kind of want to like let people know you're working. Right. But I think there's kind of an over glorification of like, you know, today's office and it's, or, you know, hour 14. And like, you're kind of like letting people know that you're doing these big projects, but you're kind of also like promoting this like unhealthy work style. Right. And it's kind of like, letting other people know like oh i gotta be hustling harder and it's like almost like this perpetual hustle that kind of like as i think gotten us as like a filmmaking community to an unhealthy level and i think it's like yo it's all good if you don't work a week like take that week off like you don't need to right. always be hustling because you're seeing other other people on social media posting that they're on day yeah, five a, of 50 that's or a something good point i think social media and doing those kind of things make people feel like they need to be maybe doing more or that they're not doing enough. Yeah. You know what I like mean? Like FOMO. Yeah. yeah. You're at home sitting on your couch watching Ozark and your buddies shooting like this sick ass music video. And you're yeah, like, dude, fuck. what the hell? Yeah. And then you can't even enjoy like that. that no, time. but yeah. I think yeah. you enjoy those victories when you have them. And then you just plot when you're not yeah. having those moments. My thing, my thing has been like at night now, like since I got the PS five, like <laughs> I'll go in and I'll just play COD for like two hours. Dude, and I love that. Just like chill out and play COD. So and something I've been doing and I've, t I've talked to you about it. Like 
kind of obviously will depend because obviously as like daylight saving happens like sunset happens at a different time but right now sunset in la is about like 5 p.m in february like my way of like kind of clocking out for the day is i've been really getting into photography i think i talked about this on like a couple podcast episodes ago but i literally kind of force myself almost like an, a, a routine even if it's a cloudy or rainy day i grab my camera and i just drive around for an hour until it's unusable light which for film obviously after like the sun goes behind the hill it's kind of game over yeah but like that is my way of like i usually just leave my phone at home or if i have it i just like turn it on airplane mode and that is like my way of like punching out for the day and i'm like that is the one hour i can like literally just do me i can like just focus on myself focus on just taking some cool photos just for myself and like it's been mentally very recharging because i'll come home make dinner and like the the work day is kind of being like i'm like kind of in theory clocking out by running into my going to my car and taking some photos so i think kind of taking an hour a day to do so like work on something for you if you're a dp a director but maybe you love graphic design or music or whatever that thing that's inside of you that maybe is like a separate hobby leatherworking whatever do that thing for you you know what i mean i think that's very important and even if you don't have that thing because like for me right like a, a, a lot of that stuff that's for me that i enjoy doing is like work so it's like taking a that's why i got a gym membership right so because like i built a gym in my house and i just caught myself like yo like i'm like never leaving my house and that's like not good because i have for everything sure. that i need i have my backyard i have my gym i have my home office i have my movie theater room i have <laughs> like and i was just like i found myself going like kind of like craving to get out of the house to just have social interaction to whatever and so i went and bought a gym membership and for like literally an hour it's usually i do an hour i go there i usually work out for 30 minutes usually there's also a 30 minute period of like sauna after Mm. after i work out and so like that's like my kind of getaway for the day is i go work out sauna stretch mental clarity like when i'm sitting in that sauna too like it's just like thinking of things, whether, yeah, whether it's stretching, praying, thinking of new ideas for business, meditating, chilling, not just talking with Chanel. If she's in there with me, we'll just chat about stuff. That's like my kind of what you're talking about. Your one hour breaks going out and shooting those photos. My one hour kind of break is going out, getting outside the house and just like not really doing work. I love working on my body. Cause if you don't, and I think this is something that's very important to consider. I think having a routine is very, very important because if you don't wake up, if you just wake up and just instantly jump into your work and then just kind of go until eight or nine o'clock and then you just sort of, okay, cool. I'm done. And then the next day you maybe even go later or sooner. If you don't have a routine, like your days, that's where you kind of lead to create a burnout because it kind of just seems endless. If right. there's no routine of like, cool, from 8 a.m. to 10, I'm going to check email, zero on my inbox. Cool. From 10 to 4, I'm going to do my editing, shooting, go to set, whatever you have to do. And at 5, I'm going to go to the gym, sauna, go shoot some photos. Cool. 6, cook dinner. Right. It doesn't have to be like regimented to the minute, but like having just some structure you can live by. And they say it takes about 30 days to establish a routine. So if for 30 days, you woke up at 6 a.m. and ran. It's going to suck for those first few days if you're not used to waking up. But after 30 days, that's going to feel very much normal right. and that's like they say about mentally like the time it takes yeah. to establish a routine so i think a routine is a great way to get out or avoid creative burnout because when it just feels monotonous and there's no structure it feels never ending right where a routine actually lets you know hey at five actually it's gonna end you know and i'm gonna right. be chilling or whatever your structure might be yeah you know i like I mean? that i agree so big takeaway creative burnout let's the things we touched on i think it's for for at least me it's like taking a trip 
getting away. For you, routine, taking a, an hour out of any day to do something that you enjoy, yeah. love, or that like I think works on yourself physically or mentally. Mm-hmm. I think that. Um, I think trying new and different things, not just doing the same thing 100%. over and over. If you do the same thing over and over and over, there's going to be a point in time. I mean, it's in ultimately which, what led to DPing just not being as fun exactly. for me is just trying, you know. And then the last thing. I don't know what there's the last thing. I think, I think that's kind of all the points that 100%. we covered. Yeah. Yeah. And so. like one last anecdotal story. It's not really my story to share, but I, a friend of mine who I caught up with recently, he was the A camera loader on Westworld season three or four, whatever just shot. They're editing it now. Gotcha. And obviously when you, he was on that project. Is that Ian? Um, Who's that? Uh, Will. Will. From Chapman. Oh, okay used to be a focus oh yeah the one that for tropic loaded the film for us yeah yeah so i mean you think about working on hbo ed helms i mean i grabbed lunch with him he's like dude it was like the most insane thing like you're literally next to these like titans in the industry like most people if you were a kid were like ah this is where i want to be i'm working on like a 20 million dollar an episode show and he was loading the because they shoot on film really and just excruciating hours really you know and he said it was so stressful you're, you're you're literally changing the role of something that was just shot with like ed helms and all these like amazing act and like he just said like just the stress was it was a really? lot you know what i mean and like i mean and i guarantee you it wasn't just him i'm sure the gaffer doing all the balloon lighting i'm sure the dp you know making it's like when you're oscillating and operating at such a high level like that it can be so stressful and that level of stress compounded over six months nine months of shooting it's right. like very unhealthy you right. know what i mean right. and I, I he had a great time and he told he just i remember him just saying like dude it was like one of the hardest things i've ever done wow and i i definitely have to kind of check myself because it's like i think we all have ideas of like doing that but like it's kind of funny like the grass is always greener like once we get it, it we're kind of like dang like right. maybe i want to be back where i was right. or you know what i mean we always yeah. kind of want the thing we don't have you right. know i agree and yeah i think just kind of getting kind of yeah th- those those longer projects i remember one last one then we can sign off i did like a 60 day show for facebook watch where it was literally five days on so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Damn. You have Saturday, Sunday off. And it was like 12 to 14 hour days, five days in a row. And literally, like when you get the call sheet that's top, it says like day 12 of 60 or 70. And when you see that, you're just like, like, oh my God. That's being like a long distance marathon runner. And you are so tired. And you're like, oh my God, I'm on like mile six of 100. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those ultra runners. It's right. like, that's how I felt, bro. And it was just one of those things where you just have to like, it was fun and very fulfilling, but so exhausting. Yeah, yeah. And I, that was literally one of the last things I shot before. I mean, that project like just completely broke me. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I think that's a a reminder that like, if you have something that you're passionate about, like if you really go to the point where you push it to the ground and you just do it so much where it's not fun, it will break you. I I think that's uh, real quick. One last thing. I think that's speaks to exactly kind of what I've always like talked about and preached is like setting up other endeavors so that you can keep that, those things fun. And that if you ever run into a point like you were like, dude DPing is just not fun for me anymore it's not what it used to be you have all these other businesses and endeavors to fall back on and allow you to do that Mm -hmm. and you're not forcing yourself now to just dp stuff and you're like dude i fucking hate my life right now so like you know 
you never know when you're going to get sick and tired of that thing. Or again, if you get injured and you can't do that thing anymore, like, so just keep in mind like what other things can you start to develop and create and build for yourself outside of just shooting, just directing, just gaffing, just whatever. Because if you have a few things going, you can, have your you know hands in a few different things where if you're kind of getting a little burnt out shooting cool take a couple weeks off and, and do this other matter. thing right, you know right, right. and i know not everyone is like in a position where you have all these things set but i mean i guess yeah, this was kind of a conversation to like you know maybe plant those seeds or invest the time and energy on learning a skill to where maybe you can you know kind yeah. of build some stuff to where if you literally only have one horse in the race you got to just stay with it but if you have a couple you can pivot around and keep it fun you yeah. know and i think that's how you have longevity in any creative endeavor yeah. i mean any any wealthy successful person even like actors right the only thing they do they don't just act they all have like uh, Ryan Reynolds, he's like owner, co-founder of Mint, that mobile. Oh, yeah. He's got like a tequila. He's got, you know what I mean? Like even people at the highest level are doing other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think case in point, like, you know, if all you're doing is directing and banking on doing that the rest of your life, reality check. Uh, I mean, you right see this now. also with like musicians. You have like the Beatles and you would think like, oh, they're going to stay together forever. They actually, by the end of it, hated each other. And then you see Paul McCartney's off now doing his solo thing or JT yeah. from NSYNC, like all One good. One Direction. I think all, there's the, the takeaways, like all good things come to an end. Right. And nothing's, la- nothing is permanent. You know what right. I mean? Nothing is forever. And I think understanding that will allow you to, yeah, just plan for that. Yeah. Because there's nothing scarier than reaching the end of the road and you've got, like, you look and there's nothing else yeah, you can, yeah, like, yeah, really yeah. do, you know? Um so amen all right but yeah that kind of closes out the creative burnout i know we kind of used this conversation to dive into kind of things i think that parallel creative burnout like routine and all the things that we touched on but um hopefully that helped yeah no i mean i think any artist or creative person in some capacity kind of like the imposter syndrome has experienced this in some varying degree so um but yeah if you enjoy the podcast obviously on apple podcast a comment a review, a star rating of some sort really lets us know that you're rocking with us. And it also just helps the algorithm. And then same for, for YouTube as well. You already know.